All right, coming up, the worst pay-per-view in WWE history? Hmm, I might have to think this might have been it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Horror show at Extreme Rules. Reactions from Brian H. Waters. No, baby, that's for somebody else. We're just going to keep you at where you're at right now. It doesn't matter what you The Wrestling Realm presents Break It Down with Brian H. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this edition of Break It Down with Brian H. I'm your host, Brian H. Waters, coming to you just strictly on the audio side today. Don't worry for those watching on YouTube, I will have some visuals for you to look at, uh, as opposed to me being in the studio, because I'm away. Uh, I've decided to, you know, have a quick getaway. I'm still working, but just need to get away from the house before we be in another shutdown um but nonetheless before i get into that make sure you subscribe to the wrestling realm on youtube just go on hit the subscribe button down below if you're watching right now and if you're on twitter and instagram make sure you give us a follow there facebook make sure you join the facebook fan page uh well i should say like the fan page and join the facebook group where we have a lot of discussion and of course the show is available on apple google spotify stitcher you name it we are there Folks, I said at the top of the show, it may be known as the worst pay-per-view in WWE history. A lot of people didn't like it, but it didn't start that way. But I'm going to go ahead. You guys know I've been very vocal leading up to this. I've been very vocal as to who I want to see as the Raw Women's Champion, and that's Sasha Banks. Well, just like I called it, I said... Bailey's match should go on first and then give let us wait and think that we get a Sasha two time having both belts. Well they did that, you know, and I start off Bailey and Sasha Banks, they let it be known they had one goal and one goal tonight and it was to make sure that they walked away with all the titles. And that you know, Sasha Banks was right there at ringside. I noticed if you was watching, she was wearing the championship around the waist, even though the title was on the line. And usually the championship is at the uh, timekeeper's table. But no, Sasha, confident that Bailey would wear it. Sasha also let it be known she was a little jealous. And that's when everybody thought we was going to start to see the breakup. And I know a lot of people saying they want to see that now. I'm telling you guys. This does not need to happen right now. We need to wait for it because you want the fans there. When the fans are there, everything is going to erupt. It's going to go crazy. Just trust me on this one. But nonetheless, Sasha right there by Bailey's side. Um, and I mixed up these pictures. But yeah, Sasha, uh, we all know, Bailey got the win. She There was no way she was losing to Nikki Cross. And Sasha was right there to make sure that, you know, everything stayed in place. And we move on. We go to the women's championship match. Let's get right to the finish. Asuka hits the referee with the miss. Now, these two, Sasha and Bailey, I mean, Sasha and Asuka put on an incredible match, as did Bailey and Nikki Cross. We know we're going to get great wrestling from them. But like I said, the stories, the stories, folks, have been phenomenal. She hit her 
with the she hit the referee with the green miss sasha was able to duck it the referee unable to see however bailey would put on the referee's shirt and sasha would hit her with the belt and bailey would count one two three so guess what she told him ring the bell they rung the bell nobody came out there you know we're in the social distances so how many people were backstage who's in charge of monday night raw Nobody came back. Nobody came from out. So, as far as we're concerned, Sasha Banks is the champion. And Bailey, if you look right there, she had a, got her hair cut um, in under on her undercut. It says "dose straps," meaning two titles for both her and two titles for Sasha. And both of them will take the picture with Sasha wearing the Raw Women's Championship and the Smack and the Women's Tag Team Championships, while Bailey is wearing. The SmackDown Live Women's Championship and the Tag Team Championship. Guess what? I hated the finish. I've got to be honest with you. There was no reason for this. And this is where I'm not as critical as a lot of people when it comes to writing. But, folks, let's be real. Bruce Pritchard is not the answer. Some may say he's spread too thin. Some may say, you know, he's has an old-school approach Build the top, let everything else fall in place. Right now, this was not it. You had an easy story. Now, let me put on my booking hat. No, I never book shows, but we do have a show called a segment called Give Me the Book. This is what I would have done. I would have just had it finished right there and there. It wouldn't have been all back and forth. Sasha would have jumped in. I mean, Bailey would have jumped in, distracted the ref, allowed Sasha to hit Oscar with the belt. One, two, three. You can protect Oscar. But then you also have this continued story because Sasha's been helping Bailey. Now, Bailey uh, retained the title. Go back to WrestleMania. Now, Bailey has returned the favor, helped Sasha get the title. Now, Asuka has an issue. Now, you do the rematch. You have Sasha beat Asuka clean. I know a lot of people saying, let's build Sasha versus Bailey. I do think it would have worked. Because I said this after WrestleMania. I said, okay, now we can get the two going. But considering there's no fans, you do not want to have this moment without fans. I've been saying this time and time again. I'm going to keep saying it, folks. You don't want to have this without fans. Because the eruption that you remember, I was there when Bailey hit Becky Lynch with the chair. It was something we'd never seen before. Bailey doing heel tactics. Even... Go back a few years ago when Bailey finally snapped on Sasha and beat her down. You don't that like they have that ability to draw that type of emotion from the crowd. That's why you don't you want to wait. In the meantime, you let these two ladies carry the show. Charlotte Flair's on the shelf right now. Becky Lynch is on the shelf. Who knows her career may be over. Rightfully so. Sasha and Bailey, it's their time. Let them two ladies carry the show. So, right now, as far as I'm concerned, Sasha Banks is the Raw Women's Champion, and they're going to draw ratings for Monday Night Raw, no doubt about it, because people want to know. They want to know what's the deal. Moving on, the Swamp Fight, the main event, non-title match, which I don't understand. Why don't you have the Universal Championship on the line? You do have Braun Strowman being somebody who has had a ridiculous title run. His first title defense was in a double match with 
I think that was his, whatever, whatever the order was. He had to defend against Miz and Morrison, and then he had to defend against Bray Wyatt. Now you have this. Like, it's just not been fulfilling. So you have this uh, Swamp match, no title on the line, or I should say Swamp fight. It was good cinematic presentation. You know, you saw, if you've been noticing, Braun has been growing his hair. You saw Bray Wyatt go back to the original Bray Wyatt, and he's basically just said, come on, man, it's time for you to come home. You saw him pull out snakes and everything. But one of the things that was interesting, when you seen Alexa Bliss, and she said, you know, Braun, we could be together. And it was a great distraction. So now I'm wondering, how do you, how do, how does this get answered? Is she going to say that you know, he made her do it or he got a, somebody else? I was thinking it was Sister Abigail. So I want to know, what's the answers? Um, but in the end, we saw the fiend come out just when we thought, <coughs> excuse me, just when we thought Bray Wyatt had um, lost and Braun Strowman had, you know, put him down under the water. We saw the fiend come out, and the fiend, he got it done. He rose up, pulled Braun in the water, got it done. Match is over. This is over. I want to know what's going to happen. I know a lot of people say the fiend doesn't need the championship, but if you're going to put him in this, you're going to put him in these stories, this match should have been for the championship. It closed the show. So it was a horror show. You could have had him walk away with the championship, and you had Braun go back to being his disciple or whatever. But we'll see. Let's see what happens. Moving on. Uh, WWE Championship on the line tonight. Uh, Dolph Ziggler had the ability to decide what the stipulation was, and he said it was an extreme rules match. And we first heard they like, so you wait, had us wait for this. But it's a huge but. It's extreme rules match only for Dolph Ziggler. And if Drew McIntyre was counted out or disqualified, he would indeed lose the WWE Championship. No problem. McIntyre still kind of find a way to get it done. He's still your WWE Champion. I was talking about good friend Kahar during this match. It sucks. Drew is having an incredible title reign opposite of Braun Strowman. There's just no real fans there. I did read something. I don't know how true it is that you know, one, Randy Orton is next, and two, it could be that Randy Orton be the one to beat him, and there'd be some sort of reset where Drew McIntyre could get that moment in front of fans. But I have to say, as a babyface, he's doing his thing. I just would love to see how the fans would take to him. Online, they seem to be liking it, uh, but I do think he's doing a better job than Braun Strowman. Moving on, I for an eye match. I'm not spending too much time on this. It's very rare. So much much as I've been watching wrestling, it's very rare that I take time uh, where I get cringeworthy. This was one of those matches. I was sitting there watching it with my wife, and I kept turning away, looking, turning away, looking. This, this was just ridiculous. We don't need to have that happen again. Um, apparently, we have a new United States champion, as Apollo Crews couldn't compete because he didn't pass his physical. Of course, you're thinking, oh, man, I hope he doesn't have a Rona. But nonetheless... He couldn't compete, so what does that mean? MVP awarded himself as the champion, which he had already brought in a new championship, brought in a new design, so he's the first person in history to introduce a new design without being a champion? Like, you never saw John Cena do that, and he completely gave the belt a whole up uh, facelift. So, 
Nonetheless, MVP, new WWE Universe, United States Champion. We'll see. We'll find out tomorrow night. Uh, great match for the kickoff show. Uh, Kevin Owens defeated Buddy uh, Murphy. Uh, it's funny. I said he went from HBK to Stone Cold to the one, two, three, as he hit him with Sweet Chin Music into a Stone Cold Stunner to win the match. So, uh, but overall, Extreme Rules wasn't that great to me. Not that I had high expectations, but my biggest disappointment was what happened with Sasha and Oscar. I wanted to see Sasha win the championship, even if she would achieve the win. But to do this, oh boy, this cliffhanger to see what happens on Raw, disappointing. But it's not as disappointing. I would have been honestly, I would have been more mad if she would have lost the match, and that's true. So, you know, that's where we are with that folks um so you know it's just it's just a lot of things like i said i'm just not a huge fan of bruce pritchard I'll be honest with you i'm just not you know i think that a lot of times we look at it and like oh man you know he could be doing this or he could be doing that but he's just somebody i'm not a fan of uh i just don't think he's doing that good of a job. I know there was a time, you know, we love the podcast. We love knowing why did WWE do things the way they did back then. But right now, Pritchard ain't it. I got, um, I'm going to talk about something, an article I wrote, but I'm going to take a quick break. If you haven't checked out our latest 10 questions, make sure you check it out. It's 10 questions, um, excuse me, 20 questions from the real Dwayne Allen, 20 questions from Brian H. Waters. We answer questions let you get to know us more as wrestling fans i'll be right back after this what's up wrestling fans my name is the real doing that brian h waters and we are the wrestling realm and today we bring you a new show something smaller but something new to the wrestling realm network is that we call it now our youtube channel network whatever things may be man you name it nevertheless we got a new show it is called 20 questions where myself and brian h waters We'll go rapid fire and we'll answer 20 different questions about a number of different subjects. But today, today, we figure for those that don't know us, you can get to know the realm just a little bit better than maybe you had before. So today, I asked Brian H. Waters 20 questions so you, the fans, can kind of get to know this gentleman right here. Brian H., you ready? I'm ready. Okay, bro. 20 questions. Yep. 20 questions on the clock. First pro wrestling memory. First pro wrestling memory, Hogan vs. Warrior, just getting ready, being in the car with my grandfather, and him describing that we get ready to go home and watch WrestleMania 6. All right. First piece of wrestling merchandise. Oh, man, that's a good one. Right. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm back, folks. So that's a little bit. So we got this 19 more answers. Make sure you check that out uh, if you haven't done so. Subscribe to the WrestleRound on YouTube. Now, here's the thing. I wrote an article uh, as I record this in um, my uh, getaway place, um, you know, as I record this on Sunday night at 11 after Extreme Rules, Saturday night into Sunday morning, 
I was sitting there and I was reading about, I had watched SmackDown, watched, you know, some of the highlights. And I saw Naomi deserves better trending. And I started getting bothered, folks. Because I'm like, here we go with this again. Why is the WWE doing Naomi like this? So I honestly started to record, but I was like, you know, everybody's kind of asleep. It's, you know, it should be now, but I, was, I didn't feel like setting everything up. So I said, you know what, let me write. It's therapeutic. So on the cover, you'll see I have Sasha Banks, Kofi Kingston, and Naomi. Now, I got into it on Twitter, so I'm going to just, I want you to go to www.brianhwaters.com. You can read the full thing. And this is basically the summary. It's true. Black wrestlers aren't treated with respect in the WWE. And you say, well, why do we watch? I've seen a lot of comments, people asking me, you know, why, why do you watch? Or what? maybe if black wrestling fans do something different, we have to hold them to a higher standard. I, I don't have all the answers. You know, sure, we could stop tuning in or we could only tune in to when the black wrestlers come on. But, you know, I'm not sure if that's what we could only buy black merch. But WWE still getting their money, you know. But my biggest disappointment again is seeing Kofi Kingston have the championship, lose it, and not even bother to chase it again. Yeah, sure he had his battle with Brock Lesnar in the Royal Rumble, but he didn't bother to chase it again. It didn't bother him that he lost. You say what you want, and I know it's a scripted program, but come on now, it's like sports. When you have athletes who win championships then our teams who win championships, they want to get back. You look at Michael Jordan. You look at even like the Baltimore Ravens. They won the championship in 2012, didn't make the playoffs the next year, and they made a push the following year. The Seahawks won the championship and went back to the Super Bowl even though they lost. So you mean telling me Kofi Kingston doesn't want that repeat? He doesn't want that taste? Obviously, nothing to ever replace what he did in 20, um, uh, 2019. Nothing to ever replace Daniel Bryan in 2014, but he's still been WWE champion since. So that's my issue. You look at Naomi, the same thing with her. You mean to tell me she doesn't want to be women's champion? You you keep booking her in these matches. Let's be real. Lacey Evans is not getting over. No matter how hard they try, nobody cares. And one day she's a face, one day she's a heel. The woman is right. Yeah, she says all this stuff, yada, yada, yada. Who cares? Dana Brooke isn't getting over. Naomi got over. I had one of my boys say, man, she doesn't draw, whatever, whatever. And first of all, that's crazy. That's absurd. And then they never even sold the belt. If you imagine if they would have sold the championship, how many people would have bought the championship? They never gave her a chance. They never sold the championship. Sasha Banks got over, but yet she can only have a short title reign. So this is just ridiculous. Um, you know, names like Shelton Benjamin was brought up. And I used to be one of the people. Well, Shelton didn't have a personality. But neither did Brock Lesnar. You know, Brock Lesnar didn't have a personality. And I didn't get it. Yeah, he looks like, you know, the prototypical wrestler. So does Bobby Lashley. You tell me the difference. Both of them, both of them can fight. Both of them are built. So, that's a little bit, um, some of the little bit you can see in the article. As I get ready to wrap things up, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, make sure... Uh, you subscribe to the wrestling realm hit the subscribe button down below as always i appreciate you tuning in just had the <laughs> extreme rules was so bad i just like you know i'm gonna talk about it a little bit you know, i got a little bit of time and i might get some, my boys like you go do a show you better be glad you're doing a show and i was like i'm away but you know you always keep your gear 
You always. That's what they say in wrestling, right? That's why every time I travel, I make sure I got my computer, my headset, and my microphone, folks. Till the next time, I'm Brian H. Waters. Everybody, I appreciate you tuning in. So long, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Break It Down with Brian H. Hit the subscribe button and turn on the bell so you get notified every time the Wrestling Realm posts new content.